everyone. This is Jackie Cooper. I'm with Crypto Mom 2 and I wanted to um, welcome a special guest that I'll be sharing more information about in a quick second. For those of you that might be new to Crypto Mom 2 talk show, I just want to give a little bit of background. Um, I am, uh, my name's Jackie Cooper. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm in the travel space. I'm also um, a newbie in the world of cryptocurrency and I started Crypto Mom 2 so that way I could journal um, through this talk show um, how I am learning about all the interesting technology changes, problems, solutions that are happening within blockchain and everything else that's happening. I'm, I'm fascinated about the science and the technology and also the ingenuity of the people who are involved with cryptocurrency and the blockchain world. Um, and with that being said, I, I will also say that these shows are not financial advice. I am not a financial investor. You have to invest uh, at your own risk. You have to do your own research. These are based upon personal experiences and personal opinions. Individuals who come on and share about the businesses that they're in are sharing. Um, but again, you have to do your own research. So with that um, being now on air, I want to introduce um, Brent Padmore, who I actually came across on, I think it was Alignable. Was it Alignable or was it LinkedIn that we met? Might have been YouTube. Ah, might have been YouTube. So again, one of the other social media sides. So, um, and we actually have, uh, we're based um, here on the East Coast. And I was looking for information about Bitcoin, even though I initially started my cryptocurrency journey with an altcoin by the name of bizcoin um which you know i might talk about a little bit later but so i i had connected with an individual not brant who um was involved with bitcoin mining so that sort of led me down the path to discover how does that work and i found that individuals are mining, have been mining um, cryptocurrency in their homes. And that gave me a thought, hmm, how could I do that? And then I uh, started to find out that there are larger companies that are setting up ways for individuals to become involved. So Brent, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and also your background and the company that you're involved with. And then um, we're going to really kind of get down to the nitty-gritty about how does all this work because i'm still in the the learning phase so i really appreciate your being here how are you doing today i'm doing fantastic thank you so much for uh the invitation um and uh i was i've been looking forward to uh to to, to this day for sure uh so appreciate you uh, giving me the opportunity to share a little bit um, my background is, uh, you know, for the last 20 plus years, I've been self-employed. I've owned several businesses, a restaurant, a transportation company, a couple of financial services stores. I've done uh, some sales and marketing and, 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 and different ventures. And, you know, so I, I enjoy, you know, working for myself, determining my own destiny. And, you know, it was interesting. Um, you know, uh, us talking about the whole Bitcoin for, in fact, 
uh, for many years, I was pretty apathetic to it, you know. I'm 57 years old, and they say you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Well, this old dog didn't want to learn new tricks. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, but I, I, it kept coming back to me and coming back to me. And, um, and finally, uh, someone tapped me on the shoulder and said, uh, uh, a friend of mine who had a business and the platform she placed her ads notified her that they only wanted to be paid in Bitcoin. And when she said that, she was frustrated. Yep. She didn't know how to do that. But I was like, oh my goodness, this thing is really happening. And I said, I better really take the time to find out what was going on. And I never heard of Bitcoin mining in my life. And I decided to go and take a look at that, you know, take a look at the company, do, do some due diligence. And uh, man, I felt I, I was so fortunate uh, things played out the way they did because, man, if I had missed this opportunity, this uh, I would have, man, I don't know how I could live with myself, you know. But, um, but yeah, so so I'm I'm an entrepreneur, uh, and uh, and I'm excited about uh, you know what's happening in the world around technology and crypto, and uh, it's just changing our lives, changing the way we live. Um, it's technology's touched everywhere. And guess what? Finance is, is next. It is. And um, so like you, I had uh, I had heard when Bitcoin first started, I thought that was cute and I didn't do anything at that point. I know I've told that story a few times here on the on the show. Um, but then one of the other businesses that I'm involved with, I'm um, a travel agent as well as a uh, attorney and a teacher I, i'm involved in a lot of things and one of the travel platforms that um i am able to give away for free to people you can either purchase your travel using cash currency fiat um or bitcoin and when that happened um when i first started to become involved i thought like you bitcoin is being used for a lot of different areas now and so it is starting to seep in where you can actually have access to the Bitcoin and use it like a currency and do an exchange. So that kind of um, got me curious as to, okay, well, how do I kind of navigate there? So um, did you end up getting involved with Bitcoin through opening up a traditional wallet or was that your first experience with Bitcoin or was it simply through the business that we're going to be talking about? Well, actually it was just simply through the business that we're talking about uh, mining. And uh, prior to that, I really had no knowledge of, uh, you know, of, of other than hearing about Bitcoin passively uh, and uh, no knowledge of mining whatsoever. So it, it was my first introduction. Okay, great. So, um, for those that are listening, again, I'm just going to say that these aren't. This is not financial advice, and you need to invest at your own risk. But uh, th what's unusual about this company, from my understanding, is that um, it has many different layers, and you can also become involved not just only for your personal um, income from the um, mining of the coin, but also by sharing the business with others. So, um, so if I decided that I wanted to become an affiliate, 
I could. Now we're going to cover all that here. So that way, those that are interested in only the mining, you can learn about that. If you're interested in the affiliate side, you can learn about that. The name of the company, why don't you tell us the name of the company and also how and when it got started? The name of the company is uh, Bbit Technologies. Uh, they're located in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and the United States. And um, this company started uh, in May of 2018. Uh, so it's coming up on its three-year anniversary. Um, and um, with the express purpose of helping um, you know, ordinary people get involved in the space and um, with a vision of being able to uh, go public in uh, about three to five years, become a full service financial services company for crypto. And uh, so that's, that's what really got me excited uh, about the mining and, and not only the mining, but the opportunity to really, uh, you know, get in, in, in myself in position of a, of a, a crypto financial services company. And obviously, you know, those financial services companies are going to be um, the leading, those old models that we're accustomed to, they're not going to be, they're not set up to make that turn um, like these, you know, Kraken and, 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 you know, Coinbase and PayPal and, you know, um, some of the other um, emerging uh, you know, financial uh, institutions that focus on cryptocurrencies. So for those that might not be familiar, because I know um, there's all different levels of individuals who might not be familiar with the names of what of who you just shared. And um, since June, when I started um, my journey at, at the at the beginning, I didn't know who those names were. But so Kraken is a bank that's located here in the United States. And um, hopefully at some point I'll be interviewing them. I've put out um, a request to see if uh, I can have the pleasure of, of talking with them because there are not a lot of banks that actually um, are uh, in this area. And then Coinbase is, um, again, correct me if I say anything that you think needs to be added on. Coinbase is a platform where you can actually have a wallet and then you can actually um, um, decide which coins that you would like to add to your wallet. So for those that might not be familiar with wallets, think of all the brick and mortar banks that you currently might bank at TD Ameritrade, M&T, um, Bank of America. Those are banks that you can actually go into a branch. So, um, and you can put your US dollars in. Now, we're not going to get into any of the, the crypto side that might be happening down the road there. But with Coinbase, um, cryptocurrency needs a place to store it. So you need a wallet. And this is like a virtual wallet. So Coinbase is not a bank, but it's a place where your coins can be held and only you have access to that. So that's a whole nother, I, I, I've done a, a few different episodes about wallets. Um, so with VBIT technologies, um, you might not know some of the questions that I might ask. So, uh, because again, for everyone, we didn't plan these questions. So, um, but they must have gone through a licensing process or what's, or what, what's their, they're incorporated. Um, do you know anything about that? Yeah. The company is a Delaware corporation. Um, they um, have uh, 
SEC filings. Um, they are, um, you know, very, very transparent. You know, if you go to the website, you get a chance to meet the owner, the executive team. Uh, you'll be able to uh, see the products, um, you know, the uh, any, you know, administrative fees that are included. Uh, so it's pretty, it's pretty thorough, pretty transparent. And, um, and, and that's what I like about it a lot, uh, because it's based in America, subject to American laws. And, uh, and it's an American corporation it's right there. In fact, on Saturday, uh, probably about 10 of us went up to Philadelphia, you know, to, uh, you know, spend, do a tour of the, of the, uh, of the headquarters and, um, you know, meet some folks. That's well, exciting. That's yeah, it was a lot of fun. You yeah. Know? You know, with all the Zooming, I had a chance to meet some people that I've been working with um, and uh, for the first time. And and they got a chance to, to meet um, co-founder and some staff, et cetera, and uh, go out to dinner, break, I mean, some lunch, break bread. It was, a lot. it was really, really awesome. So tell me, how does this work? Because I know you did send me some information. And, and to be perfectly honest, it seemed a little bit complex. But I bet that when we have this conversation, you're going to break it down and make it really easy. Because I know that for me, when I started learning about altcoins and cryptocurrency, everything just kind of felt overwhelming because I didn't know the language. Now that I've been in it just for a short while, and there's still a lot that I'm learning, but um, I know that once you've been, been in it for a while, it feels very simple. So tell me how to, what, tell me all about it. Break it down for me. Well, uh, are we talking specifically mining or are we talking about? Uh, so, um, so there's the mining side. And um, so if someone wanted to start, if someone wanted to get involved, what would be the first step? Okay, the first step would be um, if you wanted to start mining, there's two sides of the opportunity. There's one where you can be a customer. Okay. You can buy the product and... Uh, now, is the, I'm going to interrupt you a, a few times. Is the product the Bitcoin or what is the product that you're talking about? The product is, is, is computers, high-powered computers. Okay. So it's equipment. Uh, VBIT buys this equipment mining equipment from the manufacturer they sell it to the customer and then they host the equipment in their data centers uh, they hook them up they provide low low cost electricity uh, they specialize in prov providing green energy to power these centers so there's no carbon footprint it's off the grid um, so it doesn't affect neighbors etc and uh and and there's insurance on the equipment um you know it provides plenty of ventilation because these computers are very very powerful they're noisy they get extremely hot and one of those computers consume the electricity of 40 refrigerators okay so actually hosting that in your house is impossible okay so the big th big t a few takeaways that i want everyone to understand the type of equipment that VBIT is offering is different than the computer that might be used in mining that an individual might have in their home that I was thinking about. So this is more like a commercial type of 
piece of equipment because as you said, the, the power to generate it is equivalent to 40 refrigerators. So that's different than what I might be using in my house, even though it might be noisy and might generate a little bit of extra electricity. It sounds like it's yours is way more powerful. So the, what that was one takeaway. The second takeaway is, um, so basically, again, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm investing in the purchase of the equipment. And that has nothing specifically to do with the Bitcoin that's being mined. So I get the equipment and do it, it do I own a portion of that equipment or do I own a, a whole part of the equipment? Great question. Um, you can buy the entire computer or a basket of computers or you can uh, get hashboards, which is you know less money, right? But nonetheless, you own the okay. computer that so, belongs to you. All right. So that's the first part. You're you're investing in the equipment itself. Now, once you've invested in the equipment, how do you get your return, so to speak, which I guess is the mining of the Bitcoin that is coming from the computer? So how does that happen and how do you profit from them? And then the follow up question is, because we are here in the United States, does the company give us the tax documents that we need for our friend, the IRS? So I'll let you kind of answer those questions. Great questions. Well, the, the, the computers are hooked up, uh, you know, to the blockchain. And so as the, uh, the transactions are coming into the blockchain, um, you know, the computers are part of a pool of computers that are, um, working together to solve a mathematical equation that only computers, these computers can solve. And once that happens, uh, Bitcoin rewards are then, uh, you know, shared amongst those computers that contributed to solving that mathematical problem. And then it unlocks a block of transactions and then those transactions are processed. So I like to always tell people, that Bitcoin mining, just to simplify it, is, is no different than what the banks do. The banks set up computers to process credit card transactions, remittances, etc. And that's computers doing all the work. And there are transaction fees that come along with that. So the banks are making $250 billion a day, banks and financial institutions, simply by setting up computers doing financial transactions, but they're fiat uh, transactions. Well, Bitcoin's the same thing. Bitcoin have computers that process Bitcoin transactions. There's 106 million plus users around the world. And when you buy, you sell, you use it for commerce, those are all transaction fees that are happening. And the these miners, they call them, these computers, they do the the processing like the bank's computers do. And then instead of being paid in fiat currency, you're paid in Bitcoin. Okay. And that Bitcoin goes to, is is linked to a VBIT proprietary wallet called Kaboo. And so every day uh, the deposits go into your account. So, so it's just like a bank account and the deposit goes in every single 
every single day. So the Kaboo, which is a wallet, which we had talked about, um, the Bitcoin actually goes in there, correct? Okay. And then um, does the Bitcoin that I'm asking a simple question just because I, I know that there are individuals there who might not know. Does the Bitcoin appreciate um, in the wallet? Okay. And you're shaking your head. Yes. For those that are on the podcast, because we have, um, you know, definitely, you know, go and visit the zoom and also definitely visit the podcast. And I'll just mention one more time. This is not financial advice. You have to do your own research. So, um, so those that might not understand, um, here in the United States, cryptocurrency is being looked at by different organizations. You have IRS, you have the SEC, you have different organizations. Cryptocurrency in terms of being defined, the IRS defines it as property, which appreciates. Now you have digital assets. It, it, it's, the whole area is being looked at and I don't want to get into any of the, the laws or the, the legislation and everything else like that. But um, it's an, so just understand that if you have um, real estate that appreciates, you don't necessarily enjoy that appreciation until you sell that piece of property. So the same thing with Bitcoin, you might get one Bitcoin, but until you actually sell it, you're not going to actually see fiat cash in your other wallet because it's staying, the appreciation is staying within that, that coin, so to speak. So um, for those that might not know what blockchain is, because again, there might be um, newbies like myself out there, think of it like Legos. They get connected together and each Lego has to fit into each other Lego in order for them to communicate. And, um, and just like you said, it's a mathematical equation. All right, so I'm gonna do a quick recap. So you invest in the equipment, the equipment based upon the percentage of your investment will determine how much Bitcoin goes into your wallet. Is it daily? Is it weekly? How, how often do you get uh, deposits? Every single day. Every single day. Yeah, because there are transactions happening, you know, all the time around the clock, just like the banks uh, have transactions happening all the time. So, so every single day, uh, you know, deposits come in, uh, and uh, and that's it. And and, and there was something else I didn't mention. Um, you asked me about when it came to taxes. Yeah. Right? Uh, Ten ninety nine. In this case, no. Uh, you know, you can get a software like Coinly and extract the data from uh, from the Kaboo wallet or even Coinbase for that matter or whatever exchange you're using and you get that data and you you get the, it'll give you the cost basis and and any capital gains there and then it'll you know get that all out for you then you can just hand it to your accountant and the accountant can do it all right good yeah. to know a next question that popped into my mind so if I wanted to go from my wallet that Vbit has to my Coinbase wallet or another wallet that I might have, um, or even directly to a bank account, um, how simple is it to navigate to translate my Bitcoin to something that I can actually... Now we have talked that about that Bitcoin is usable on different platforms, uh, but if I wanted to change it into my currency of the country that I live in, how how difficult or easy is that? It's very simple, and, and the uh, it's very user friendly. Mm -hmm. The blue wallet, so it's very easy to 
um, uh, you just click on send and then there's uh, several categories. One will be um, a member. So if you've got a family member with an account uh, anywhere in the world, I could just send them Bitcoin uh, internally without any cost. Yes. Uh, the other thing would be then there's another category called um, external. Yes. So you would click on external and then wherever, whatever wallet you have, uh, you just uh, get that wallet address and just paste it, uh, you know, in the, in the bar address bar. And uh, can you send it directly to a bank? No, not yet. Not um, yet. Company is working on uh, negotiating right now with a couple of banks um, to get a debit card. Um, and uh, you know, so, the CEO of the company is, is projecting somewhere toward the end of the year uh, because banks, you know, banks have been uh, really um, giving crypto companies a tough time, obviously, because competition. Right. And uh, and they have to catch up in a sense. So um, so it, it's one of those things where these things, uh, you know, take some time to. Yeah. So I would say, you know, for those listening, um, there are um, credit debit cards that, um, again, it might not be linked directly just yet to VBIT, but there are crypto debit cards that uh, you can move your crypto to, and then you can go to um, major stores and just um, use that debit card. For example, the altcoin that I am um, started my journey on called BizCoin, it has an internal ecosystem but within that ecosystem you can also use it to buy hotel or air and you can also use it to um get gift cards so i could get a bizcoin gift card and actually use that directly on amazon because just like when you put your debit card into um an account the um and, and like you said it's all mathematical transactions so um Amazon, Walmart, um, a, a host of other major companies are accepting these different cryptocurrencies and making it easy to transact uh, to get their products moved. So I can definitely see how VBIT is going to be doing that in the future because it, um, it helps commerce to be able to accept different forms of cryptocurrency, whether or not it's considered currency or or an asset, it doesn't matter. It still can be used to exchange. Um, so you've shared um, to get the equipment, you shared about the Bitcoin. Now, if I become involved with the company um, and I, I'm excited and I wanna share the information with someone else, you have shared with me that I could become an affiliate. And so by becoming an affiliate, um, is there a certain level of investment that I need in the equipment to become an affiliate or how does the affiliate side work? Great question. The affiliate side is, um, you know, obviously the company's following all uh, uh, local and state, uh, you know, federal laws. So in order to be in this space, in order to be an affiliate, you have to uh, be able to distinguish if the auditors come in, they want to be able to distinguish um you know, what percentage of the business are customers, what percentage of the business are affiliates. And there is a mix of 66 to 34% that they like to see. 
Um, and so uh, we're in line with those numbers and the company wants to keep it like that. So, um, so be able to also distinguish that uh, the company uh, to set up to become a consultant, you pay $149 and then it's $10 a month. That's uh, 100% tax deductible. And for that part of the business, you do get a 1099. And, uh, and, uh, and that's it. You're not even required to purchase any equipment. You can literally become an affiliate, not purchase any equipment if that's your choice. And then you can sell the equipment. You can refer the equipment to others and, and you can generate another stream of income. So with that being said, everyone who's listening, I might end up becoming an affiliate. So if I do, uh, that affiliate link might be below. And I would definitely always appreciate if you consider clicking on it and exploring it. Um, so uh, with with also um, the affiliate side, I'm sure on your website, there's probably um, information about the different ways that individuals will profit. Um, so how long have you been involved with this company now? Well, I actually got involved um, toward the end of August of 2000, uh, 2020. And um, I, I first went up uh, to the, uh, the headquarters, uh, spent three hours interviewing the CEO and the co-founders of the company, uh, meeting uh, the executive team. I wanted to, um, you know, make sure that uh, the company was real, uh, that they were uh, legal first and foremost, and um, and they, uh, you know, were were following, uh, you know, some guidelines, uh, you know, based on my experience, uh, you know, on that. Um, and then I, uh, and then so so then I got some friends that were familiar with the. Hey everyone, this is Jackie Cooper from J. Cooper Travels and I want to invite you to listen to um, this little bit of information. Um, I Today I wanted to talk to you about something that's dear uh, to, and close to my heart uh, because I am an attorney even though I'm not actively practicing right now in the traditional way. I am doing um, consulting on a variety of, of topic areas from special ed, to cryptocurrency, to business consulting. And in doing all that, I realized that many of the individuals that I was speaking to um, did not have the basics in place. They did not have a will. They did not have an estate plan in place. They did not have some of the documents that they needed for their small business. Um, they also... Um, again, had, they were either single or had a family and, and they also struggled with identity theft, uh, situations. So I've been encountering as I've been doing J Cooper travels, a lot of different scenarios. And I realized that as a lawyer, I'm actively licensed in one state, but I really am meeting clients from around the world. And I really wanted to support them in what they were doing. So recently I became involved with a company called Legal Shield and the link will be um, below in the podcast. Um, so that way you can check out the packages. 
the packages are really affordable. You can, they're smart, they're simple, the, they protect your family, your business, and your personal identity. If you're buying a cup of coffee or tea from Starbucks every day, you can definitely afford um, this Legal Shield plan. With Legal Shield, they also have uh, supplements for gun owners, for a trial defense, for home business, for ride shares. Um, these packages uh, provide adv advice and consultation, letters and calls, document review. You can get access to professional consultations, letters and calls, 24-7 uh, emergency access. Um, the plan is definitely, um, again, can fit all of your various needs. So my um, request is that you definitely check this out. Just like having health insurance, which we all need in case of an emergency. Um, and just in case, you know, we travel, I, for those that have listened to me, I always say don't travel without travel insurance because the unexpected happens. The same thing I would recommend on the Legal Shield side because all of us need a will, all of us need the basics um, plan in place. So that way when the unexpected happens, um, at a time that we might not have planned for it, um, our family and we are set to go in terms of having um, a medical power of attorney or anything else that we might need. So again, really quick, Legal Shield. I am an associate. I definitely, um, in this situation, you know, am highly recommending this for you to just check it out. My link is below. And feel free to reach out to me so that way I can support you in all your needs. And if you decide that you would also like to be featured on J. Cooper Travels as uh, one of the stories being shared, definitely reach out to me. I'm open to meeting new people. Legal Shield is available in all 50 states in the Canada as well as in the UK. So it is very broad. And again, it is... Um, a comprehensive, very affordable package that can start at $24.95 a month, um, which is really, really reasonable considering that you have um, almost unlimited access to your personal attorney that gets assigned to you. So have a great day and I look forward to um, seeing you like and subscribe and joining more of the conversations on J. Cooper Travels. Have a great one. Bye.